What's going on, folks? It's another episode of Kill the Noise Podcast with me, SJP Scott Joseph Ferris. And that's P-H-A-R-E-S, but pronounced like Ferris. Like the wheel! You know it. I had a fun time uh, this weekend. Uh, I uh, tried uh, some yoga <laughs> for a minute. Actually, like 10 minutes. And uh, I realized I'm not very flexible I can't balance worth a dang, and uh, I'm horrible at it, but I'm going to continue at it because it was kind of fun, <laughs> and it, it, got, it got my heart rate up. I, uh, was, it was pretty interesting, so knocked out a good workout at the gym, played some tunes. It's uh, been a good time, and uh, today we're going to be talking about how to treat your employees and coworkers and just kind of having just an open conversation about that and... Uh, Hopefully get some good feedback on this. I'm really excited for this. And I'm also excited for the Heck Yeah segment of the week. This week's Heck Yeah segment of the week goes out to the rapper Drake. He's always doing random acts of kindness and changing people's lives on the regular. I always love to see what he's up to. His latest random act of kindness was buying over $5,000 worth of groceries for a bunch of strangers. Dang, that's freaking awesome. So, Drake, I know you listen to this podcast, right? Actually, he probably doesn't. But anyways, Drake, we're going to give you a big heck yeah. Let's get on with the shizzle. I'm not a writer. Okay. Good moment, folks. Today we're going to be talking about how to treat your employees and coworkers. Have you ever had a job where your manager, boss, department head, administrator, whatever you want to call it, constantly put you down, ridiculed you, and criticized you for not doing the job that you thought that you were doing, and that's it? I mean, that is great team building, not. So if you're one of them people, you need to be aware of what you're saying and how you are acting to your employees and coworkers. The goal of any business should be for the leadership to treat their employees the way they want their employees to treat the customers. That's simple logic. But sometimes with goals and budgets and deadlines, Sometimes people get a little bit, little bit more aggressive and uh, tends to give off a negative vibe to an employee or an entire section of your employers, employees, and that can be detrimental to your success of your business. It's in those moments whenever you're, say, under budget, and if you have a budget you're dealing with, if you're understaffed or whatever the case may be, and if, if, if you're not meeting what is expected from your corporation, that is the moment where you should be your strongest and pull together and figure out how to work better together to achieve the goal. Not work against each other, not to push blame. Because one thing I see that I've seen in a lot of the companies I've worked for is sometimes whenever there is a, a bad situation happening, everybody's looking for somebody to blame instead of a solution. I've never been a believer in complaining because if you're complaining and you have no way to fix that, 
you're just complaining and it's not doing you or anybody any good. It's doing nothing but hurting the situation even more. If you're pointing fingers, you need to be looking at yourself. Say, how can I help this situation? Who can I turn to to better this situation? It's in those times where you reach out to your network, to where you talk to your employees, your coworkers. What can we do right now to make this better? It's a simple formula, but it's so hard to implement because some people are just scared it's going to give them more work than what they're already doing. But sometimes that's what it requires. We were taught critical thinking in school to be applied later on in life and throughout life. So this is where you use your critical thinking skills. This one's for the managers, administrators, CEOs, any anybody that has an employee under an employee that answers to them it's very important that you build a rapport with your employees and get to know who they are know their likes dislikes know if they have kids or not know what their hobbies are know what their passions are the more that you know your employees it's just going to do nothing but make them feel more comfortable with you and make you make them and make them feel more confident in working for the company that they're working for and feel more confident in their jobs to build that rapport with your employees and getting to know who they are it's a simple strategy that can make a lifetime's difference in your company. One thing that I like to do is conduct weekly meetings with my other coworkers or employees. Basically, it's just a way you can keep everybody updated to what's going on in the department or the organization, ask for their input, answer their questions, or I, and I come up with some ideas. Basically, it's like a brainstorming idea of ideas that there's an issue, you know, you come together and you figure out how can we help this situation. Does anybody have any ideas? You know, instead of pushing the blame, come together, have a weekly meeting. And even if everything's going really good, still have a weekly meeting. Talk about all the things you're doing right. Who, Who's done what to make this happen. Push the good news of what's going on. And also, define your expectations. All employees need to know what you expect of them and what your limitations are as far as their boss or coworker or whatever the case may be. If you say, hey, Johnny, your job is to do X, Y, and Z. How can I help you be better at your job? I've always believed that nobody should ever be fired from a job because lack of ability. Only The only reason I think anybody should ever be fired from a job is because of their horrible attitude. Because if you have a horrible attitude, it's going to just spread like wildfire through to everybody else, not only the other employees, to the customers that you're serving. If you're thinking about firing somebody because of their lack of ability, then you, sir or ma'am, have failed them as their boss or their manager, whatever the case may be. Because if you see a lack in their abilities, that's whenever you as a leader should step in and let them know, hey, you do this great, but right here is where we're really needing some extra effort and why I think that you're not meeting what the company expects. But I am going to help you raise that up to our expectations. Where are you struggling at? And how can I help you as your coworker and boss? You've already built the rapport with the employee by getting to know who they are. And so now you know their weaknesses as to where you can make them a better employee to work better for your company. You should never think about firing somebody because their lack of ability and, if they're, and everybody's willing to learn and can learn a new skill no matter how old they are. Take the time and invest that into your employees and teach them what you think they need to be taught if they need to be taught it. 
And another huge thing is to acknowledge your employees and show appreciation for them. They're doing a great job. I always like to have like a monthly lunch or supper, whatever the case may be. I usually make something that's real that you can put in like a crock pot and keep refilling it. Like say sloppy joes, spaghetti, things of that nature. Grill out on the grill. Show your employees that they're doing a great job or just order in lunch for them. Order in some pizza, some Chinese, whatever the case may be. Do a little something extra. Let them know they're valued and show your appreciation for them. And make sure that you always tell them, thank you. I appreciate what you're doing. You're doing a hell of a job. Keep on knocking it out. And also, make sure that your employees understand that they can come to you whenever they have a question, a problem, or a suggestion. Let them know that you're always ready to hear what they have to say. Open communication is the most important thing in any industry. I've seen it cripple companies, buildings, for the lack of communication. If you feel like you're doing it all, you need to be communicating. If you feel like you're doing everything in your position plus other stuff, you're feeling stressed out, you need to be communicating that to your, to your coworkers, to your boss. Let them know, say, hey, I'm really drowning here. I'm trying to do a great job, but this is lagging me up. Can we do something about this? How can you help me? Because I'm trying my best. I'm busting my rear end for this company. And I want to stay here. I love it here. You can build a culture of open communication and a culture in your in your building, your company, whatever the case may be. You can build a culture to where everybody knows what's going on. There's open communication. If somebody's struggling, they can talk about it. They can get help or they can be trained to be able to handle that situation. They're getting praise for what they're doing good. Always point out the good as well as if you're going to be pointing out the bad. In being a manager, one of the most important things is it's not always what you say. It's how you say it. For instance, if you see, say you have a housekeeper or janitor, you know, say the floors look really good, but the counters need to be cleaned better. I don't know. I'm just coming up with a quick example here. Say, hey, uh, Margaret, the floors look amazing. I love how they shine every morning when I come in. It smells great in here. But I'm seeing that we're on the counters. There's still a little bit of smudge and we're not getting them fully cleaned. Is there a way that we can ensure that, that they're getting properly cleaned? Is there something I can do for you? Are we using the proper solutions? Do you need more supplies? Can I help you? Do you need, do you need another employee to help? You do this. Do you need another staff member? How can I help you in, to ensure that this gets taken care of? Because you're doing all these other things and knocking them out of the park. Just one little thing. And it's, it's a minor thing. You are a very valued employee and I appreciate your time that you put in here. And you're a very good, a good person to have around here. You're hardworking. But we just got this one little thing. What can I do to help you make sure that we get this taken care of? Instead of saying, hey, Margaret, why are these counters clean? What have you been doing all day? Or something of that effect. Then they feel like crap and feel like they haven't done a damn thing for you, for the company, or and whatever. You just It's how you say things and how you approach. Approach is key. I'll tell you one thing. You will. The more you value your employees and treat them with appreciation and respect, the more they're going to want to work harder for you. And along with, uh, like, say, showing appreciation and bringing in meals for them and different things like that, even, like, once a month, be spontaneous and do things to show appreciation for them. Anytime that you see somebody doing a good job, acknowledge it. Say, you're doing a fantastic job on this. This is going really great. And you can be creative and have like special days like a crazy hair day if you're 
place. So allow something like that. Casual day on Fridays. Have an appetizer afternoon. Uh, have an after hours thing at a local restaurant. You can do multiple different things spontaneously that aren't scheduled. Uh, you can just come up, you know, flannel shirt Thursday, next Thursday, guys, bring in your flannel shirts. We'll vote on who has the coolest one or something like that. And the simplest things like that mean a whole lot. People want to feel appreciated for what they're doing and showing that you are invested in your employees and that they're in their well-being lets them know that you have faith and trust in them to do a good job and that you love having them work with you. And once your employees know that you have trust and faith in them like that, you will see that they'll begin to have the same with you. And when you have happy employees, it, it makes things so much easier. When you have a positive in that happy work environment, you have employees who are more productive, who want to do the best job they can. And so like the main goal should be for you to be there for your employees by showing them all the support you can, maintaining open communication, acknowledging and showing your appreciation. And that makes you become the supervisor, manager, administrator, whatever the case may be, that employees want to work with. The word of mouth is huge because people be like, say if you have a, I'll use healthcare for example, because I work in the healthcare industry. Say if you have a, a CNA that works for your uh, building and you uh, provide meals to them, do spontaneous things for them to show them appreciation. You let them know when they're doing a great job. You provide help to them whenever you think that, they're, that they need an extra skill set or need to improve a skill set. You're always there for them. You're not putting them down. You're helping. They are going to be telling all their other friends that may work other places, do the same jobs, or maybe a job that you have an opening for. And they're going to be like, man, Susan, where I work at, my administrator is so freaking awesome. He or she's always bringing in uh, meals for us, letting us know we're doing a good job. And then, you know, like if and there's sometimes whenever I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and they, and they recognize that and they reach out to me and say, hey, I know that you need help here. How can I help you with this? Where's the disconnect at? I'm not getting put down. I'm not getting written up. I'm just getting helped to be a better employee. And it's so fun to work there. Everybody's always happy, smiling. The residents look great. They're always happy and smiling. The families come in. They they have a great time. They love coming to us. They always have a... The, when I walk into work, it's just such a good, a good feel to know that I'm not going to be constantly looked over in a negative light just to find out what I'm doing wrong and never thanked for what I'm doing right. And that is a huge thing that I hear from people. I always quiz the employee, fellow coworkers I have and different things like that. I'm like, how do you feel about your job? They're like, well, it's it's really stressful. We got a lot to do. Um, I always feel like I'm doing something wrong because I feel like I, they're always watching over me. You know, if, if that's the vibe in your building, you need to get a pulse on your building. And that's where it's going to that that is why it's so important to build a rapport with your employees and get to know them. Because they will tell you, say, hey, you know, this is going on. I don't feel comfortable with it. Because if one person feels uncomfortable about it, you bet for damn sure there's probably about 30 of them or all of them that feel the same. That's why it's so great to have that rapport and so important to have that, that rapport with your employees to be able to nip that stuff in the butt and to correct it, to keep a positive and happy work environment. It's so key. I see so many companies that believe that ruling with negativity is the way to get things done. That may have worked back whenever like people needed to have jobs. There's so many options here. You as an employer need to realize that most people that work for you aren't working for you because they have to work for you. They work there because they want to. 
Don't make them not want to. Because they'll go down the street. They'll go to the next town over. They'll get away from you. And you will be wondering, why am I short-staffed? Am I underpaying my employees? Am I being negative? Is there a negative culture building here? Because 10 times out of 10, it's how the managers are treating the employees. And I, I know that pay does make a big difference sometimes. But I've always believed you get what you pay for. Whenever you bring in a new employee, you are making an investment in them. So if you're making an investment, taking money out of your budget, putting it into this employee for their hourly or salary wage, why would you want to poison that well and, and, and make them feel like they're not doing a damn thing right and not being appreciated for what they're doing? You want to be able to nurture that relationship and build that rapport and let them know that they are valued and provide them with value as their leader. Because a negative work environment like I said, I've, I know companies that lead from a negative standpoint. Like, say, I'll use healthcare example for a, for another example. Again, say if you're working in marketing or sales slash admissions, every company calls it something different. But marketing and admissions is what we'll call it. Okay, see, so every month or every year you have what's called your budgeted census. Overall, what's your, what they expect you to be at, and then your skilled numbers. And if you're under that and under that for a while... And you're constantly being ridiculed. I mean, like, you need to push harder. You need to do this. You need to do that. You're not, you're obviously not doing this. You're not emoting the right behaviors. You're not all this other stuff. But nobody is reaching out and saying, hey, you know, I know we're under budget. How can we help? What are you struggling with? Is, is it just a, a trend around here? Is this, is, is everybody down? You know, it's an up and down business. If you work for a corporation that's constantly hounding on census, I know that's the money maker. That's the lifeline of the company to keep it afloat. But so aren't your employees that you've invested in. So reach out to them in a positive light and say, how can I help you? I, you've done a great job. You, you were at budget for three months in a row. But you rarely ever got it. Hey, you're doing a hell of a job. Thanks for being at budget for three months. But this month, you know, we're down. So let's. Uh, what can we do to keep it up? What can we do to maintain what we have? What can we do to provide better care? How can we help you? And I'll leave you guys with one last thing. I call this the calling your mother scenario for anybody that is in a position of leadership in a company and you have employees. Think about this. Picture every employee calling home at night to their mother and the mother asks, hey, how was your day? The employee says, mom, it was the best. And and, and picture their mother crying tears of happiness because their kid is so happy with where they're working at right now. And try to make that happen every day. Make it a goal for every one of your employees to be shouting to the hilltop, to everybody, how great it is to work for your company, to work with you, to work for you, and how grateful they are for the opportunity that you provided them and how much value that you bestow in them and how much value you also provide them if they are needing extra assistance. Make sure that whenever they call their mother at night, they're telling their mother, I love it here, mom. I don't want to go anywhere else. And if you're struggling in your building to get that across to people, to build up the overall morale with your building, contact me. I'd be glad to talk to you, to come meet with you. And we can work out some strategies. And I just love to help you guys. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, just on Instagram, Scott Joseph Ferris, that's P-H-A-R-E-S, or at killthenoisepodcast at gmail.com. 
And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm out of here, folks. You have a freaking awesome week, you hear me? And treat your employees great. Treat your coworkers great. Make two people smile every day. Just love life, folks. Have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,